Welcome to um, a episode of The Crew Mess, where we are joined today by Monsieur Raphael Solo. Uh, so, solo. My Frenchness is not uh, not as good as it should be after a few years living in France. Um, and he's joined us, very kindly joined us, on uh, the last thing on Friday. Hopefully it's the last thing for you on Friday. Uh, to get to spend some of the weekend uh, to discuss the recent um, coming together of uh, Marine Max and Fraser Yachts. Raphael, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you back on air. It's a pleasure for me to be with you today, and uh, your French is just perfect. Don't worry. Oh. I've seen worse than that. Oh, there is worse. <laughs> yes, yes. There is much worse. <laughs> we, we, we knew a lady there from the East End of London, and somehow she managed to speak French with an East End of London accent. And that would be interesting. It, uh, it was the most offensive that, sound yeah, I've ever heard say, in my life. Not the word you think of, but <laughs> I, I defended your nation. Don't worry, um, uh, Raphael. We've we've had you on the station before, um, but you are well known in the industry for the past three years as being the CEO of Fraser Yachts. Um, before we came on air, I was asking you a little bit about. Because I, I, this is one of the things I love about radio is it's always interesting to hear people's paths of sure. how they ended up. Um, Fraser Yachts is one of the most famous um, yacht companies. It's your chance to find out things about people, isn't it? So, um, <laughs> would you fill us in a little bit of you know where your path led from? Who is Raphael, the man uh, behind the Raphael, mask? So. And did it start with sailing as a child? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh, no. Yeah, well, you know, I came from Brittany. I mean, clo no, I should not say Brittany, otherwise I'm going to get some enemies around. No. But uh, I, come a, I come from a city called Angers, which is uh, in the western part of France, a couple of hours from, uh, from Paris and uh, an hour and a half away from the sea, uh, the famous, you know, resort, La Baule, La Pouligan, Pornichet, all these places. And then I've been doing a, a lot of... Uh, of uh, my studies mainly were in the hospitality industry, and then I've been traveling around the world. I was lucky enough to work on uh, on cruise lines for uh, for several years, luxury cruise lines. And thereafter, you know, I, I went to work for a company called uh, V Ships, uh, V Ship, which is the the largest ship manager in the world. You know, we were doing whatever was at sea basically, and uh, we were managing commercial boat, cruise lines, uh, some yachts at the time already. And I was leading the uh, HR division, so all the recruitment of all the seafarers, and um, and also doing some consultancy consultancy work on the uh, hospitality industry. Then I went on to uh, working with a Chinese tycoon and opened his family office in uh, in Monaco. Uh, so obviously, beside all the family affairs, we were doing uh, several hotels, yachts, and other activities, including uh, philanthropic um, uh, investment and uh, and support and then I was very uh, lucky to be uh, to be called by uh, the team at Fraser to join them about three years ago now and it has been an absolute uh, pleasure for the last three years we've been uh, beating records year after year and uh, I'm very fortunate to have a team uh, so you know a little bit of a child my team but a lot of uh, a lot of good work so it's been great for the last three years. Well, and I believe um, Fraser's has has had really a really good run of of sales over the past few years as well. If I I believe you've closed more sales for yachts up to twenty four meters than 
any other provider? If Correct. Which is a lot to be proud we've of. Been, uh, yes, we've been closing more sales than anybody else for the last five years, as well as we, we capture more than 17% of the market shares for the last five years. 70%? And, uh, wow. Yes, man, uh, this is from the Superiot uh, report uh, study. And... Um, for the last couple of years, we basically uh, doubled our yacht management division, and we, uh, from scratch, we uh, we we grew 100% in the project uh, project management division. So all all green lights, and I guess this is the reason why uh, we have had a lot of interest mm -hmm. <laughs> looking yeah. at us, uh, and uh, that came to fruition uh, not so long, 48 hours ago. As you all know, we've been uh, acquired by uh, a company called Mindmac. Uh, as Infinity has, um, has made an agreement with this company, uh, which is also part of a larger agreement related to, uh, to Azimut itself. Marine Max is the largest uh, Azimut dealer in the world and the largest, obviously, uh, Azimut dealer in America. Mm -hmm. And they are also now signed an agreement for uh, being the uh, exclusive dealer for Benetti in the USA. Right. Uh, so in, in many ways, your relationship with Azimut Benetti, which has been for the past 15 years will continue in your new acquisition with Marine Max. Yes, uh, we will definitely keep on working with uh, obviously Azimut Benetti. They, they actually built some very nice yards. So uh, uh, our sales team is uh, is very keen also to uh, to put their yards forward and hopefully we will be still uh, having a strong commercial relationship with them. And you'll still obviously maintain the Fraser brand. Um, oh yes, definitely. I mean, the new uh, the new shareholders they have no intention whatsoever to uh, to change the brand. I mean, for them also, you know, they are they are purely a U.S. company today. Mm -hmm. uh, they are actually listed in a, in a stock market in New York, and uh, this is an opportunity for them as well to become uh, more international. So they have no intention to to change the brand or to change the name or to Marine Max our brand uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and they're also very happy with the uh, with the current team so there's no plan to change the management team and uh, we're all staying in place and uh, we've been enjoying the ride and we look forward to the future ride okay. uh, what benefits do you see for Fraser in, in the I mean, do I call this a merger or do I call this an acquisition The, I'm sorry, I, sorry I didn't hear you very well. Do, do I refer to this as a merger or an acquisition of Fraser's? That's, that's an acquisition. It's an acquisition. Um, what benefits do you see Fraser getting from this new acquisition? Or do you, you know, is it extra market space or? Uh, yes, yes. I mean, uh, I, I mean, as you know, I mean, we're all very excited always when we talk about market chain in the industry, you know, Asia, Middle East, Russia. But, you know, one has to remember uh, the U.S. market has been driving the yacht industry for years and years and years. We, and we'll keep driving the, market, the yacht industry for many years to come. So when it comes to uh, uh, Fraser, I can say that today we do probably 50 percent of our business with the U.S. market. And uh, maybe charter or sales and also management, and uh, and the, and the the U.S. market is extremely vibrant today. So uh, I mean, it's a great opportunity for Fraser to increase its footprint on the U.S. soil uh, through a U.S. company, and uh, we're going to probably have the opportunity to uh, open additional offices in uh, key areas in the U.S. Something which we're looking at as part of our growing strategy beside the acquisition. 
And of course, you know, MindMax is a huge company in the US, so uh, there is no doubt that we will also uh, benefit from their uh, local know-how, marketing, and PR force. Also, not not to forget that Marine Max is extremely uh, performant in selling uh, yachts below 25 meters today, whilst we are the expert in the over 25 meters. So by having a company like us, there will be a bridge now for their clients who are keen to go over the 25 meter size. So we should be able to uh, to sell them some yachts. You know, today, probably some of their existing clients, when they want a bigger yacht, they go to some of our competitors, you know, uh, and now they would have the possibility to to do it in-house. So there's a benefit for us and Marine Max. And additionally, for Marine Max, they don't deal with management or charter, do they? they they're very much focused on the brokerage side. Correct. Well, they, they do offer some services, uh, repair services through a couple of yards they have in the US. However, you're very right. They have no uh, charter division and, uh, and, uh, and no, obviously, uh, yacht management division for the size of the yard we are looking at. So will they will they start um, looking at that activity under the Marine Max, or will they be pushing that to their I clients? I think they, they, today they do provide you know services, uh, turnkey services for smaller boats. You know, like you 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 buy a, a smaller boats and you want someone to look after, and you just want to enjoy boating. So they keep after your boat. They they keep him in the yard or in the shade, and uh, they take care of it. So when you want to use it, they take it out, and 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 you can use your boat. I would not call it yacht management. I would just call it as yacht services. Uh, now, obviously, the management services we provide, it's a different ballgame. And uh, mm-hmm. clearly, you know, if someone in the USA, a uh, current client of mine, Max, or future, if they wish to have a, a somewhat uh, even 20, 25 meter or above, if they want to acquire, we will be there to uh, to manage the IAD. So, yes, there again, a, a huge opportunity for cross-selling. And also bringing them really into the, the supermarket, or sorry, the super yacht market side of it, not even the supermarket. Down, down to car four. <laughs> down to car four. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes uh, it, can, it can look like a supermarket, right? <laughs> it can. <laughs> a, a luxurious one, I'll say. <laughs> But to go back to your point as well, you know, Fraser are also synonymous. I mean, you have a very big Mediterranean presence, but I believe over the past couple of years as well, you have been spreading and diversifying to other geographical locations where Marine Max is very focused so far on the American market. Um, As Fraser, you have diversified geographically over the past couple of years. Correct. You know, the last couple of years, three years, we also uh, uh, opened and partnered in Asia, in the Middle East. Uh, we already have a very strong uh, uh, office in Australia. Uh, and this is still the idea uh, to, to carry on expanding the brand. And uh, whilst we benefit from their uh, ambition to grow the brand, uh, they will also, uh, on their side, benefit from the fact that they today become international, whilst before they were purely American. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, from our chats, the Australian-Asian market is a very fastly growing market. Um, You know, the Mediterranean one is very well established uh, and has been for years, but um, it, I presume, brings them into new markets where they haven't really had a footprint yet. Correct, yes. No, and uh, you never know. I mean, the, um, the the market is growing in many areas, as you rightly pointed out, where uh, Marine Max also in 
in the market they're in, they may see some opportunities where they may want to uh, to establish their brand outside of the U.S. But I think this is their decision going forward. I think the first focus today is really to uh, to provide Fraser with the uh, the right support, uh, the tools to grow further, and ensure that our management team is uh, is being uh, given all the uh, all the tools and support to uh, to get even more a market share than we have today. Uh, you say they're looking potentially they will be looking at pushing their brand outside of America, possibly into Europe and um, Asian markets. Well, I don't think this is I don't think this is a priority today, and no. I would not be able to speak on their behalf. Uh, but clearly, that that gives them uh, an outlook on what's available out there, and uh, they may, they may well decide or not. Uh, what I say is today they they are, the main focus obviously is to grow further and mm-hmm. to grow further in, in well as within the U.S. borders. And on a practical level, you said you know the top management and your offices are going to stay in place. Will Fraser still be running as normal? Um, that there won't necessarily, on, on a practical side, be a difference other than the expansion of a few new offices. But in in the running of Fraser's, it will continue as you have had over the past while. Yes, I mean there is there is no plan today um, to to change anything in our modus operandi. Obviously, you know, having a new shareholder, we're going to have to align uh, reporting and uh, and uh, and financial uh, uh, structure, which is absolutely normal. And now, obviously, uh, the priority is to work there and to see where we can benefit from their know-how and where we can benefit for some support and also uh, how we can um, how we can. Uh, Get some uh, increase our footprint in the U.S. through their uh, their more than 80 offices in the U.S. So they're right there. You know, there's opportunities for us without any spending any money to expand our brand. So this is the priority. Uh, this is a company, obviously, which is also very very strong in IT and digital marketing. So there's a lot of things we're going to be looking at there. Uh, we were doing a lot of work already ourselves, but you know, to have the backup of such a big company with the know-how they have, it's it's also clearly beneficial for us. So, in a nutshell, you know, the the, the management is going to remain. Obviously, we will have a, a strong support from their management side. We're going to put a strategy together for growth, and uh, and they're going to give us the key to make sure that we follow that strategy and grow the company. So, in many ways, it gives you a real competitive advantage in the American market with these. Mm additional bonuses in some essentially yes this is uh, and this is why it's really exciting i have to be honest with you i've been really looking at u.s market for the last couple of years and uh, and uh, we 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 had a strategy in place where we wanted to expand the brand in uh, in key markets you know i mean uh, new york area and others and obviously uh, that that now partnership with uh, our parent company being what they are today we're going to clearly speed up the process and um, I, I, I believe as well, just going back to Benetti Azimut, they also have a relationship with Marine Max as well. So it Correct. continues that strong relationship you've had with uh, Benetti at the same they're time. One of the biggest distributors. Aren't yeah, they, I believe they're the biggest distributor for yeah. Azimut Benetti in yes. the States. For yeah, they are the biggest uh, Azimut retailer in the USA, and I think probably the biggest in the world today. Mm-hmm. Excellent. 
So the relationship with Azimut uh, remained what it is. Uh, uh, they're also becoming a distributor of Benetis in the US. Uh, this will be obviously independent of the relationship we have now with MindMax. Mm -hmm. uh, but obviously, you know, this is a, this is a, a very good package for, for both companies, which obviously Fraser is going to benefit from. Yeah, it seems to be a good package for all three of you. Benetis, yes, Fraser's and, and MarineMax. Um, and would you continue? I mean, in particular, you, you've outshone in many ways in the, the smaller yacht sales. Um, presumably, you want to continue, though, growing your super yacht stroke mega yacht uh, market as well. The Fraser business. Oh yeah, no, no. I mean, uh, for 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 us, our strategy to keep on growing our market share is uh, is still there. I mean, uh, uh, Fraser has been uh, for for a long time and still is the leader in the uh, let's say you know thirty to sixty seventy million yacht, and uh, and uh, we we had part of our strategy was to expand our market share within the uh, what we call you know the mega yacht and uh, go beyond the eighty meters, both in sales management and charter and I, I'm very proud to say that in the last couple of three years we've achieved this we have uh, now uh, many yachts on the management which are above uh, 90 meter we've been selling uh, several yachts above 100 meter and uh, and uh, we are uh, as a matter of fact obviously uh, charter managing uh, yachts which are uh, 80 90 meter plus so and this is definitely uh, a key point of our strategy. I mean, from my perspective, a company like Fraser, which has been around the, the, the industry for more than 72 years, must be performing in all segment markets. So we must be visible above 25 meters all the way to the mega yachts. Mm -hmm. And this is what we're trying to put together. And uh, this is what we so far have been able to, to achieve. Uh, but as you know, the competition is extremely... Uh, Competitive. <laughs> and therefore, it's <laughs> just to say that. <laughs> and therefore, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we need to always be on the edge and find uh, ways and uh, be on the top of our marketing game, uh, digital marketing game, our, our sales force being on the top of their game at all times. So, uh, this is all very, very exciting, I have to admit, you know, and, uh, and, uh, and that being said, you know, we have our office on the east coast of the U.S. in San Diego, whereby obviously the market is a little bit different than what we normally uh, do. Uh, so we, we happen also to sell boats on the 25 meters there. Well, because funny, that is one of the things I, I notice. I have family in California. I have family in Florida. She's got family everywhere. I've got, I'm Irish. I've got Irish. family everywhere. But um, no, one of the Irish things. Everywhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but one of the things uh, looking at the yachting industry where we're getting our news from the States, it's particularly focused on the East Coast. We don't hear that much actually from the West Coast, although there is actually quite a big yachting boating industry on the west coast and in the great lakes it's not something we hear that much about here in the med um from the super yacht news in particular that comes from the states yeah you know what happens typically um, in um on the east coast the, uh, the 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 potential buyer they they do come on the west coast to buy uh, their super yachts or p potentially in Europe as we've seen recently which is also a new development where you see uh, US buyers buying uh, mega yachts whilst in the recent past they were really going up to 70 meters now they're really going throughout the market which is also a good thing 
Uh, and uh, whilst they have a smaller yacht on the east coast, they, they like to come on the west coast to buy their, their larger yachts. So it's also one of the reasons we keep our office there. It's uh, to make that bridge between uh, the east and the west coast. So uh, able to contact potential clients out there and bring them to our team on the west coast. Well, so your team on the west coast is, where's that, LA? San Diego, you said? <clears throat> Uh, on the west coast, we are at uh, San Diego, Seattle, and on the east coast, we are in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Okay. And I presume as well, then, for you, the, the well, it hasn't yet passed, but the new petition for changing the charters for foreign-flagged um, yachts is going to have a positive influence as well. There, there's Sorry, a, can you... Can um, there's a... Being brought to, to Congress at the moment is a new bill to try and change the um, for the charter boats yes. for foreign flagged, yes. a non-US flagged yachts. I can only presume that's going to be good for business as well. Definitely, definitely. You know, any any new areas which opens for uh, for business, it's it's a good news for us. And uh, as you as you know, and rightly pointed out, it was uh, very uh, protected. It, I think this is the right word. So uh, foreign flag uh, yachts could not charter uh, on the coast of the U.S. So if that opens and the bill passes, it's going to be a, an additional market playground opening and it's going to offer uh, our clients uh, additional opportunities to charter yachts. As we know, these areas are beautiful and uh, it's quite a shame to them and it's difficult to charter out there. Mm. And it, it allows then a, a greater free flow, I think, then of boats coming into the U.S., um, than just U.S. flag boats. So yes, presumably will broaden indeed. the market for the charter industry. Be, besides uh, America, which is obviously an increasingly uh, better-looking um, growth area for you now with the the acquisition by mm. uh, Yacht, uh, sorry, Marine Max, um, where else do you see your, your biggest growth opportunity outside of the States going forward? Uh, I mean, the market is has been, uh, been has been very good for the last uh, uh, three years, and um, we, we we see growth almost everywhere. To be honest with you, obviously the main driver being the US, but you also have a strong activity in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. uh, you have a strong activity in Russia and other Eastern uh, Eastern um, uh, countries. Europe is. Is also uh, you have some some clients in Germany uh, in the in the UK. Uh, I mean, thereafter you have a pocket of people a bit everywhere in Europe and uh, and uh, Asia is growing. But you know we all have to be honest to each other. Um, Asia, what is growing is still a one-digit growth number. Yeah. But Asia will keep on growing, and Asia is still a market where we need to be and a market where we need to keep an eye because. There again, you know, the legislation and regulation are very tough, so uh, it's pretty complicated to charter. Also, the distances uh, between one and another area for charter can be very large and long. So, but the day you will have uh, more flexible regulations, uh, and also bearing in mind that the the, the nationals of these countries are also getting very much more interested in yachting. I mean, we see a, a surge in Vietnam, for example, obviously in Hong Kong uh, for a while now. Uh, in, in, and in other areas, uh, y I think you will see more and more um, 
owners coming from these areas. So they may start with smaller boats, as we've done in Hong Kong, and then they're going to come in this part of the world in the Med or to buy larger yachts. So again, a one-digit growth number, but uh, this will keep on going and it will be a steady increase. Uh, so I have to say, uh, it, there is one market maybe where we saw a slowdown versus, let's say, four or five years ago, it would be Southern America, especially Brazil. Uh, however, you know, the Mexican market is vibrant again today. Uh, so I think, obviously, if everything keeps as it is in the worldwide economics, uh, we should be we should remain positive. Even though we saw a drop in second hand boat sold for the last two for the last two quarters, so we keep an eye on these numbers uh, to see if it's a, if it's a trend or not. But on the other hand, uh, we saw a huge increase in the charter retail demand. So. You know, what kind of messages are these? I think uh, time will tell us. Uh, as you know, in the yachting industry, like in many others, uh, only time tells you what the trends are. And I think two quarters is a bit too little to really make some uh, some conclusion. Yeah. One thing is for sure, you have the U.S. elections coming uh, next year. And yes. it's always by nature slows down the market. So uh, let's see. Let's see what's happening. There's a certain amount of, I think, uh, indecision. And I think, the next election in particular caution. is going to be, um, there's a lot of caution going on on both sides of, of what's going to develop in the States. So I'm, I'm sure yeah, it will have an effect. You know, I mean, I, I, was, I started to work in, in that, on that side of the, the yachting industry uh, at the last election period. And uh, there was also, uh, we experienced a slowdown. So I think uh, we are likely to experience the same this year, and then we will see uh, who the winner is, and I guess we'll take it from there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just another area that we've seen a lot more news about is the exploratory... Um, Explorers. Exploratory charters. People who are interested in the unique kind of experiences, be it visiting the Arctic or... Um, visiting unique locations or being involved in science uh, developments in some way. Mm. Is this something that you've hit with Frasers as well? Oh, yes. I mean, uh, this is not a big market share. We all have to be honest and objective. However, it's a trend, and mm. this, is, this is a growing trend. So uh, you see a lot of... Uh, 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 charters who are really keen to find boats where they're going to go up the beaten tracks and not stay in front of Sinekin, Saint-Tropez uh, sipping cocktails. <laughs> so they really want or, or staying in the med or they really want to go places. So you see some requests, for example, for Scandinavia and the fjords. Uh, you see some requests from uh, the yachts which are in Antarctica uh, or even in Asia, you know, in uh, Micronesia. Uh, mm -hmm. So you see some demand there. It's, it's really happening. And uh, as well as it does happen with the uh, shipyard side of things where uh, we see uh, an increase of demands for the so-called explorer yachts. Yeah. So as I said, this is, this is not the market today, but this is definitely a, a, really a, trend. a trend which, he, which is growing, yes. We've also a new seen, generation um, in, in with Dive Butler. Um, who do they get? Uh, Alexi. Yeah, they got in bed with the uh, sea, sea warriors. C yeah, well, it, it's sort of the oh, merging of it. Dive but butlers to um, scuba diving, and um, I think it's called Sea. I can't. It's a group of scientists who have got in uh -huh. in in a partnership with them, so the clients can have scientists go with them on dives, 
and things like that. And there mm. was um, Alexi was saying, you know, also it's starting to happen on boats where they want with Andy Lewis in um, Australia. He's a um, the kind of eco conservationist um, concept. And he's getting invited to go on charters so that when the guests get to places, yes. they have a scientific. Yeah, uh, experience of, of what they're actually experiencing yeah. it's not just uh, a dive they're part of a whole but this is this this is also uh, uh, something you find more and more on the private side I mean mm -hmm. owners they are they are keen to uh, to uh, to uh, to make their yachts available for scientists biologists NGOs to go out there and make studies more and more of them we have ourselves several clients who are uh, who are very keen to do so and they conduct the studies themselves and they report to uh, the UN or, or, or you know UNESCO yeah. and uh, this is something we do but this remains I'm afraid Small too time. silent because it, very often we have an image of yachting which is not necessarily what yachting is all about <laughs> and uh, and, and and a lot of owners are are ready to do that and make their yachts available. Or as you rightly said, you know, when themselves go out, they go together with scientists, biologists, and conduct some studies. Um, also, you have now some new project which you probably know about, uh, like Revolution. Uh, the owner is uh, is wants to give back to society and is building a mega yacht whereby he's going to combine uh, uh, studies and chartering, but chartering where actually uh, the clients will be sharing time with the scientists and the biologists so that's all very this is new but i think this is the right the right thing to do as well um, and as you said you know sometimes we charter yet and uh, and the customers uh, would like to have the presence of a, of a specialist on board uh, like some would like a fitness instructor some want a specialist of biology <laughs> and uh, i think this is a cool thing and uh, it's great uh, you mentioned earlier yeah, I mean, and earlier you mentioned that uh, uh, the young generation, so yes, of course, you know, the famous woo, millennials, yeah, the big <laughs> world today. So, yes, of course, they're coming out and they're buying and renting and their expectations are different. But I can tell you, the uh, also 60 years, 65 years and, and older are also very keen to do things like this. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know owners who are taking their yards up to a uh, northern passage, they have to take their families and uh, they have a ball, you know, they take drones, they take divers, and and, 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 and they do it, they love it. Uh, and I think this is what your thing is all about. It's, it's, it's beautiful, you go wherever you want, whenever, and you do whatever. <laughs> and uh, this is a great uh, opportunity, and uh, when these um, very, very intelligent people are making their, uh, their yachts available for the community, I think this is a story which we should put forward more often. Mm -hmm. 10 minutes talking with you. Already I want to buy a yacht from Fraser's. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know where to go, right? Yeah, it might be a little while before we get there, but... <laughs> uh, We'll we, we make a plan for you. We're nice guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll go and check on my kids' uh, piggy bank later on. <laughs> However, it is... But you know, that, that, that's another thing which sometimes we have uh, misconceptions about. Uh, when it comes to buy a yacht, it's it's obviously uh, you know you need to have uh, the, the 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 leverage for that because you also need to maintain your yacht. But uh, chartering a yacht, it's it's something where far too often people do not think about because they think it's too expensive. Mm 
But I can ensure you that uh, I've been coming across some network, uh, some results, sorry, uh, in land where uh, the weekly rate, including food and beverage, it's very, very expensive. So if you were to go and uh, charter a yacht, it doesn't have to be a 100 meter yacht, but you know, with a, with a bunch of friends, you know, uh, mm. six couples, uh, and share the cost, I can tell you, you won't come that far from that famous resorts. And uh, and the experience is completely different. So I think there again, you know, that's something we need to uh, to explain to the people and, and uh, somewhat and somehow educate that uh, your thing can be, I mean, it still remains pricey, obviously, but yeah. can be affordable for some who are today spending their money in, uh, in, uh, in places which can come up to the same price tag. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, a, a, a foreign trip plus lovely hotels plus all the other expenses. Yes. If you go with a group and you're all good to high owners, no. it, it is something I don't think has occurred to people. It is seen as being kind of the super elite 1%. However, well, you courage. know, as you say, if no. you look at a, a smaller yacht and you're sharing the cost among other high professionals, it uh, it's not going to yeah. cost you more than necessarily. The carriage on the Orient Express is 20000 a night. Wow. I well, you see. Personally, you know, rather the yacht. Many yachts, you, you wake up wherever you want, whenever you want, you have your chef. Uh, uh, what else? Stop selling. By the Stop sea? selling. <laughs> well, I think I think that one of the most resounding things we get from people we talk, from the industry to people on board, and it's this experience of being close to the sea, which um, is is only possible when you're right on it. You know, whether you're sailing, oh, yes. whether you're on a motor yacht, whether you're on a small dinghy, uh, that experience of being that close to nature that you can touch it and swim in it is an exceptional experience. And obviously, and you, you have, the toys, have something that you have helps propel you to get to other places quicker. You know, I, I you get to, to see so much. I, I yes. have to admit, I've been, I've been very fortunate. I used to do VSAT. And on several occasions, um, I'd have to spend a few days on the yacht. And quite often, the owners would be on board. So I've kind of had a few free charters. I spent six weeks on a yacht, <laughs> and wow, six weeks! Yeah, you. I, that was his first job. <laughs> that was my first job um, on the Lady oh, okay. Dalian Isa boat. But I tell you, coming up, it was terribly difficult because uh, I came back after six weeks, and I remember going to Carrefour, and Maven, we we were doing sensible shopping, and she was picking up a bottle of wine for maybe seven to ten euros. No, no, no. I've had Shadow Petrus. We need to go to the top shelf again. So um, it, it took me a while to, to get my, uh, my sensibilities back in order. Um, but it's an incredible experience. And I've been very fortunate to have spent some time on them. Um, no, it is. Yeah. It's, it's very special. Yeah, I'd have no problem coming to you with a uh, with, with, uh, checkbook in hand. When I got the opportunity, <laughs> look at his eyes light up. <laughs> um, I'll make sure we have some good wines on the top shelves for you. I'll, 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 hold you to, I'll see you at Monaco, I hope. <laughs> um, Lovely. Well, I presume that that said, you, Frasers, are, of course, going to be at Monaco, as you always are, Monaco Yacht office, Show. There are offices in I know, it's in, the show, basically. I know, but you always have a stand there, from my experience. Um, and yes. I guess this year, you're most probably possibly be at flibs as well for both sides of the water oh yes we we 
Because you we have are, Novice and Fort Lauderdale as well. Most of the shows, most All the of good the shows. shows throughout the world, yes. All the good shows, we're trying to be there and uh, and be present and display a good uh, lineup of yachts. Uh, this is our objective. So yes, Monaco, uh, possibly uh, Cannes, Flips, uh, Palm Beach. Um, plus, you know, we do the, the, the Libra show now mm-hmm. in Barcelona, the Libra, which I'm the president of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's another show we uh, we uh, we pride ourselves to be organizing and um, no no we attend all these shows. We're you're trying you're to have a Libra, nice display. Your Libra and Miba. I am the president of uh, Libra and I am uh, the communication uh, board uh, the the chair of the communication board committee. How, how do you get time to do Amiba. anything else? He's going to ask that. I knew Seriously. that was coming. <laughs> Seriously, how do you? <laughs> and you need, I, need to, I need to tell you a story. I also run some Iron Man's, you know, the triathlon. No. I saw wow. that on your on your Facebook, but I wasn't sure if you were involved or just there at the finish line. <laughs> okay, I, I'm just funny. No, no, I was running. And actually, I got a text from my wife this morning. She says, uh, when am I going to see you this week? <laughs> <laughs> Missing you. And your father as well, I believe. Yes, two daughters. Yes, uh, yeah, I haven't seen much of them uh, lately, but uh, I'll make a plan to see them early tonight. Absolutely, ah. and over the weekend. No, clearly, well. it's important. You know, you have to balance your life. <laughs> yes. I, I, I'm, I'm the real Iron Man here. I've got four daughters, but, but, but no <laughs> running experience. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, Oh, well, thank you, Raphael. It was a real pleasure to catch up with you today. Yes, indeed. Hear a bit more details of this exciting new chapter for Frasers. And, uh, of course, Th- a little bit more of yourself as well. Well, thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's been a pleasure communicating, discussing with you. And I had a good time. Thank you so much. Uh, an absolute pleasure. And thank you for your time. Have a great weekend. Enjoy what little time you could possibly spare your kids and family. Um, and uh, I will uh, keep in touch. It's going to be a busy few absolutely. months. Absolutely, I'll see you. Yes, and yeah. I'll see you then, hopefully in Monaco. I'll Indeed. see you in Monaco. We'll we'll drop you a line before Monaco. Hopefully, uh, we might get uh, ten minutes with you there, and uh, do a little catch up. And yes, uh, please. Uh, I should be able to give you more news by then. Well, I mean, uh, two months down the line, I'm sure we'll have some exciting stuff to share. We'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll, you will. Would it be impolite of me to remind you about that wine you mentioned as well? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Raphael, thank you so much. Stick with us. We're just going to go to My some pleasure. music. Um, and we'll back to you in one second. That was uh, okay. Raphael. Raphael Solo from uh, CEO of Fraser Yachts. Thank you for coming in today.